Good morning. And welcome. I am so glad to see all of you here this morning. It is a sunny day, cold a little bit, but it's supposed to be a beautiful afternoon. So we have a good day of worship ahead of us. We will listen to the bells, light some candles, have communion, and even have time for a children's message and a sermon in there. So it should be a beautiful morning. Let us center ourselves for worship with these words. Blessing, honor, and glory to the Lord, our our God. Praise the Ancient of Days. We have some announcements. Sarah will share them with us. Good morning, everybody. Uh, We have some quick announcements today. I want to make sure that we get in. The first is that... There is a budget meeting today after service, and where did Don go? I lost Don. I think it's in the Wesley room. Is that correct? Library. Library. It's in the library. I'm like, I forgot to ask. So in the library after church, you can do the most important thing, which is go to coffee hour first to support our Sunday school children in Operation Snack Pack. Take your treats from coffee hour and go to the budget meeting. It's a winning situation, right? So... Snack pack, coffee hour, and then the budget meeting today right after church. Please don't miss them. Also in the Narthex, there are sign-up sheets for the Christmas fair, as well as to pre-order pies. Where did Miss Elizabeth go? Miss Elizabeth, they can pre-order their pies out there? Excellent. So, or they can call Miss Elizabeth. Either one. Um, And then this coming Saturday, Friday, sorry. Friday, November 10th, uh, 7 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. All veterans and their spouses are invited to a Veterans Day breakfast down in the Fellowship Hall. You can RSVP by contacting the church, either by calling or emailing Tracy. And then last but certainly not least, on November 16th is our church conference, and that will be on Thursday at 6 p.m., and that will be right after choir practice. So, yes, Ms. Jan? Oh, food. Be asking for cookies. Okay, so food and fellowship is this Wednesday. See, my announcements are short today. I don't have it on there. Food and fellowship is this Wednesday at 5 o'clock. Is that right? At 5 o'clock. And Miss Jan is looking for cookie donations. So if you're interested in baking this week, please contact her. She'd love for you to be like, hey, I want to cook. All right, so those are all the announcements I have. Please make sure you are reading your Friday announcement email. Um, If you have any questions, if you're wondering what's happening, you can also call the church office, and I'm sure they would love to tell you. So uh, please stand as you are able to join in our first hymn today, number 711, for all the saints. We are going to sing verses 1 and 6 only, okay?
I ask that you remain standing for our call to worship, opening prayer, and meeting and greeting our neighbors. We have a busy church Sunday this morning, so when you meet and greet your neighbors with the peace of Christ, I ask simply that you just turn around and meet those next to you, shake their hands and such. Otherwise, we'll get in a tangle. Bless the Lord at all times. Magnify the Lord with hearts full of devotion. Seek the Lord of love. Let us pray together. Loving God, be with us in our time of worship. Bless every enterprise of our lives that we might be a blessing to others. Shower us with grace and mercy that we might bring grace and mercy to a world in pain and want. Your hearts and humble our spirits, that we might show Christ's example in all that we say and do. Grant us hope and perseverance that we might live as saints, as our foremothers and forefathers before us. In faithful reverence we pray. Amen. May the peace of the Lord be with you. The saints of God are all around us. With eyes ready to see one another as we truly are, share signs of Christ's peace this day. Meet and greet your neighbors with the peace of Christ. Living God, our guide and guardian, who sits on the throne and delivers us into eternal life, we give you thanks for the saints of every time, tribe, and tongue who now rest in the shelter of your embrace. We set aside this moment to remember those saints who are dear and precious to us, who have died and entered into glory during the last 12 months. We will ring a bell after your loved one's name is read and invite a family member to come forward and light a candle. If other family members are present, they can either come forward or they can all stand in their pews. Or if you just feel that you just really miss this person, go ahead and stand up whenever you want. Barbara Browning.
Arliss Case. Isla Harvey. Dolores Hutchison. Helen Ingersoll. Nancy Mayer. Alyssa Miles. Brian Ruff. Donald Shaw. Ron Smith. We bless you for the life and love of these dear saints and rejoice for them that they have entered into the fullness of life in your presence. 
We also remember those saints who we hold in our hearts, who, we have not, who have not been with us for some time, yet whose life and witness continue to form and shape us as your disciples. We honor them now by lifting their names aloud or in our hearts, and I do invite you, if you would like, to please come forward, lift up their name, and we will light a candle. Nancy Carnahan Webb. Floyd Drake. And Thomas Stanley. Viola. Lily Tuffley. Amy McAllister. Bonnie and Ellsworth Simmons. Vernon and Dolores Langton. Diane Felt. Richard K. Wolf and Eugene G. Digna. My grandparents, Martin and Lorraine. On this All Saints Sunday, we also remember that we too are living saints, members of the family of God with all the saints of the past, the present, and the future. And so we remember we are God's children. What we shall be has not yet been revealed, but we know that when Christ appears, we shall be like him. For we shall see him as he is. So today and every day, may we put on Christ and live as saints who tend to the poor, comfort the mourners, learn from the meek, affirm those who seek righteousness, 
offer mercy alongside the merciful, and work for peace with the peacemakers until Christ comes in final victory and we feast as the family of God at his heavenly banquet. Amen. Boys and girls, I'd really like to see all of you down front. Wow, look at the size of this group. Isn't it great? Future leaders here of our world. Well, I'm Miss Jan, and I like to start out with a question. So think of me, Miss Jan, question. Do you know the definition of the word tradition? Okay. You said you knew. Go ahead. Oh, she might have read my notes. Because tradition is something that's handed down from generation to generation. And I was going to use the example of many families will have turkeys on Thanksgiving Day. I really prefer lasagna. But that's a tradition, and every family has its own. Well, here in our Platteville United Methodist Church, we celebrate the tradition of All Saints Day. That's what we just finished doing. And it is a tradition that goes back a very long ways. And John... And Charles Wesley embraced the tradition of All Saints Day. And to be a saint in the United Methodism, all you have to be is a believer in God, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and do your best every day to live as a Christian. I think that that is one of the nicest traditions that a church can celebrate. Let us pray. Dear God, our Heavenly Father, today our church celebrated and recognized our United Methodist history by observing the tradition of All Saints Day. We give thanks for those believers who have gone on before us in faith and we give thanks for your word, our Bible, that teaches us how to live as believers. In Jesus' name, continue to help us. Amen. Thanks for coming. I think that they've got a treat basket here. And uh, I would invite you to take them as long as they last. And if anyone didn't get a treat and would like one, they can always contact me after worship and I'll find you a treat. I mean, it's the least we can do. You're here today.
All right, we have an opportunity to share joys and concerns this morning as we are united as brother and sister and families through Jesus Christ our Lord. If you have joys or concerns, I ask that you raise your hand. I will, you'll lift up a brief prayer, starting with your name so that we know who you are. And I will follow it with a brief prayer. I close it with Lord in your mercy and ask that you respond to hear our prayers. Joys or concerns this morning. I have a joy and a, and a concern. Jan Holloway here. My brother and I traveled to Oklahoma to be with family members who, who are uh, entering a season in their life where their health is failing. And it was good to be with them and, and visit with them. And my concern is that they need to be added to the prayer list and the her name is Margaret, and his is Tim. Lord, we lift up Margaret and Tim. We give thanks that Jan was able to visit them, but we pray that you surround them with your love and mercy. Be there as they continue to, to go through their life and allow them to know your presence is with them. And if you can bring healing mercies to them, Lord, we ask that of you. Lord, in your mercy... Thank you. My name's Nancy Zigenfuss, and I ask for prayers for my sister-in-law up in Seneca, Wisconsin. Uh, she just learned that she has three forms of cancer, so um, prayers, please. Merida. Merida. Lord, we lift up Meredith this morning knowing that she just had this bad diagnosis of cancer. And Lord, as she is working with doctors to figure out the next steps, we just pray that you surround her with your love, mercy, and grace. Lord, in your mercy. Don Drake, um, I know that this is a really hard, hard day for people, um, but I, I want you to know how much it means to us in the congregation that the family members that you've lost this past year have meant to us, and we remember them with, with uh, smiles in our hearts. And so please know that our prayers are with all of you who lost somebody this year. I say smiles in our heart and tears in our eyes sometimes because every single person whose candle was lit meant something to somebody here. And many of them meant something to a lot of us here. And so we do mourn with you this day. Lord, just help us as we mourn. Comfort us in our grief. Lord, in your mercy. All right, let's pray. Lord Jesus, as we are gathered here today, it is... A bit of an emotional day. We light candles, we listen to music, we hear songs that kind of jolt back memories to us that are never too far from the surface. Lord, there isn't a set recipe to end our grieving. We just know that when we love a lot, we grieve pretty heavily. 
And so, Lord, we ask that you continue to lift us and guide us and show us the way into life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
This morning's reading is from Matthew, chapter 5, verses 1 through 12, the New International Version. Now when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him, and he began to teach them. He said, Blessed are the poor in spirit. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Our second reading is from 1 John chapter 3, verses 1 through 3. Once again, the New International Version. See what great love the Father has lavished on us that we shall be called the children of God. All that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Dear friends, now we are children of God, and what we will be has not yet been made known. But we know that when Christ appears... We shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. All who have this hope in him purify themselves just as he is pure. Thus ends the reading. I know, it's a cute picture, isn't it? (laughs) Turning the world upside down. When Jesus was saying the Beatitudes, he was preaching on a hill, he was sitting down, everybody else was around him with standing. That's a different way of looking at things, isn't it? How would you guys like to stand while I preached? I'm kidding. <laughs> I won't make you do that. But he is, he is telling them things like, blessed are the poor in spirit, And it is literally turning their world upside down. What do you mean, blessed are the poor in spirit? What do you mean, blessed 
is the meek. I was reading something from Barbara Brown Taylor when she talked about standing on her head. Well, I'm not Barbara Brown Taylor. I have stood on my head before. How many of you have? A few of you. How many of you have swung on a swing and put your head back and just seen the world go by and the sky up above you? I love doing that. Another one I did was I learned very young that when I went to school, mom put shorts on me whenever I had a dress on because I like to hang from the monkey bars. I tell you, I was in like sixth or seventh grade that I realized that not everybody wore shorts under their skirts. But I love to hang upside down. I love to see things differently. And sometimes when you're hanging upside down or standing on your head, all of a sudden the grass is right there by your head instead of by your feet. The swing sets look like they are not A's, but V's. No, they're upside down. <laughs> so they look like they're V's from there. And the sky looks like you could almost walk on it, especially when there's clouds. Like you could just put your feet out and touch it. It doesn't quite work that way. But in Jesus's world, when he was speaking to these people on a hill and he was telling them, blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. On a day like today, that is hard to hear. It's hard to remember that we could be blessed because we are comforted. And so we look at the word blessing in a slightly different way. And I had looked up the Hebrew or Greek or I had looked up some stuff on it. And this way of saying blessed actually means more like to walk with. So it's like you're to walk with God. So if you think of that, you are walking with God when you are poor in spirit. You're walking with God when you mourn. When we think of how close we are to God that at that time, we can kind of see how we could be blessed. Not in the moment. I'm not saying that when you're poor and you're hungry, that you feel supremely blessed or even that God is by you. But yet God is walking this walk with you. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. And that's a hard one for us, too, because in our world, the meek don't really seem to do very well. I was a waitress for years, and being meek and timid when I entered a table meant I would go home with much lighter pockets than most of my friends did. You have to sometimes be in this world, but also be of God. And so sometimes we have to be bold when we speak about things, but be meek in our heart when we are in relationship to God, right? And we can do both. We can talk to people. We can be close to them. We can speak clearly and loudly and assuredly. And yet still when it comes time for God to, to come to us, to call us, we're meek. We submit to his will. We try to do what is right by God. This morning as we were going through lighting candles, I thought about the words of grace we hear during funeral service. And, and somehow for me, this is an upside down thing. It's turning my world upside down because I feel at peace when I hear words from Jesus. I would like you to listen carefully to these words of grace Jesus said. I am the resurrection 
and I am the life. Those who believe in me, even though they die, yet they shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. I died, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Almost every funeral I have, I share these words of grace. It is important for me to know that Christ is the beginning, Christ is the end, that because he lives, because he was resurrected, that we too shall live forevermore. I'm comforted by the words of the psalmist when I'm feeling mournful. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, and my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Funerals go by fast, but our memories last forever. And so these words of grace that we have, these words of comfort from our God that we find in the Bible are words that I cling to. One of my favorites comes from John chapter 14, 14 verses 1 through 4. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me, my Father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. <laughs> These words, so often we look at them like, this is scripture, Tammy. You are just repeating scripture passages we have heard before. But for me, they are words of grace. For me, these words of scriptures, the Beatitudes, these words of grace, turn my world upside down so my morning turns into joy because I realize that I am being closer to God every time that I cry out. Because I don't just cry out to the people around me, I cry out to the Lord. The Lord hears me and the Lord is by my side. I may not always see him, just like you don't always see him. I may not even always feel God's presence next to me, but I know through faith that he is there. And so when I hear these words, this promise that there is a house that Jesus went to, a mansion where there's many rooms that he went to prepare them for us, I have this hope that when I am gone from this earth, that my first face that I will see, you know, it might be grandma and grandpa, but I'm hoping it's Jesus. I am hoping my first face that I see is Jesus. 
And that is what I rest my hope on every day. And that is why we remember our saints that have went on to glory. But that is also why we recognize the sainthood of all of us who are gathered here as we worship our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's not easy letting go in this life. It's not easy moving on when we are sad, when we are lonely. But sometimes it gives us comfort to think that, that our mother, our friend, our, our relative, our brother is, is in heaven. And perhaps they have already helped prepare that room for us. Maybe it was a mother who tidied up the bed for us. Maybe it was our grandmother who made freshly burnt bacon and has it in the room so that I always know it's her. I don't know what it is that they will do for you because each individual is different. But what I know is that we are children of God. What we have been has not yet been revealed. But we will know it, right? We talk about purifying ourselves as Jesus is pure. And so we try to live the best lives we can while we are here to be as pure as Jesus, to recognize these words that turn people's lives upside down, to remember that blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. All of you in this room are children of God. We are united by our common faith in Jesus Christ. We are surrounded by a cloud of witnesses that goes in ways that we cannot quite explain, but yet we know it's real. And in our memories, in our hearts, our loved ones are with us today. It's hard letting go. And it's hard because we want to hold on. So let us pray. Oh God, you have ordered this wonderful world and know all things in earth and in heaven. Give us such faith that day by day and night by night, at all times and in all places, we may without fear commit ourselves and those dear to us to your never-failing love in this life, and in the life to come. Amen. We're going to sing, Feed Us, Lord, and I invite you to rise to your feet as we sing this together.
may be seated. Let us join together in our prayer of confession. We yearn to be counted among the saints of old, but the journey is long and difficult. We long to love others as we should, even when they revile and hate us. We seek to forgive those who wrong us, even when it means swallowing our pride. We strive for the openness of spirit to pray for those who persecute us, even when we want to hold on to our wounds. Guide us on this journey of discipleship that we may grow as your children and live as saints of your love. Amen. Let us hear these words of assurance. Beloved children of God, even when we fail, God's love never fails. What we will be has not yet been revealed, but we know that we will be like Christ one day. Until that day, trust that we are surrounded by the love and tender mercies of our God. Amen. And now, not because we have to, but because we are grateful, let us return to God what is ours to share. Let us joyfully offer our time, our treasure, our commitment, and our prayers. The ushers will be coming, will come forward to receive the offering. All rise. Let us pray together. Gracious one, you offered us the bread of life and the living water of Christ. We come before you to offer our hearts and the riches we have received from your hand. Bless these gifts that they may bring the Spirit's comfort to those whose eyes are wet with tears. In Christ's holy name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. In the United Methodist Church, when we invite you to communion, we invite everyone to communion. 
This is our Lord's table. It is not the United Methodist table. It is the Lord's table. So all you need to do is be in love with Jesus, right? And so everyone's invited. You do not need to be a member of this church or any church to partake in Holy Communion here. All who hunger for love come to the bread of life. All who thirst for the cup of blessing come to the table of grace. All who need mercy and grace come to the Lamb of God. The Lord be with you. you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. And so with your people and earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy are you and blessed is your son, Jesus Christ. By the baptism of his suffering and death, death and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took bread He gave thanks to you. He broke the bread and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When the supper was over, he took the cup. He gave thanks to you. He gave it to his disciples and said, Drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living, sacrificing union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here in these gifts of bread and cup. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ that we may be for the world, the body of Christ redeemed by his blood. By your spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit in your holy church, all honor and glory is yours, almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. And now with the confidence of the children of God, Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power and the glory forever. Amen. The body of Christ given for you. Amen. The blood of Christ given for you. Amen.
if you need individual cups, whether it's gluten-free or just an individual cup, please raise your hand. Otherwise, we do communion here by intinction, which means I will rip off a piece of bread, place it in your hand, your cupped hands, and you will dip it in the, the grape juice. the body of Christ given for you.
Let us rise to our feet and we will sing together in the bulb there is a flower, or hymn of promise, I mean. Blessed are you, beloved children of God. We will walk in the love given to us. Be a blessing to all God's children. We will serve others with the grace we have received. Walk in the footsteps of the saints of old, and we will step gently on the earth and leave puddles of light for others to follow. Go in peace. Serve the Lord. Thanks be to God. <laughs>